my bitches we're back another week another episode yes because we missed you so much we just had to come back i know we said we would be back every thursday but we could have changed our minds we could have lied but no we missed you yeah and we're here so megan this week this week i was thinking food i mean what are be, we not thinking I, about food? Exactly. Like, we are always thinking about food, but we had plans to go out for dinner this week. Last minute had to cancel them. Don't worry. We will go next week. We will eat all the food. We will bring you along. You will die from goodness. But this week we thought we would revisit um, one of our fun trips where we actually, it was a trip, but we ate so much food. We crammed as much food as we could into ourselves within 24 hours. Yeah, because we... So it was our trip to Vancouver to go to the Pink concert um, in 2019. Yes. Um, And we were actually only in Vancouver for one night for the concert. We got there in the afternoon and we left early the next afternoon. Yeah. Um, So it was like a jam pack. 24 hours (laughs) um but first off that pink concert oh my god oh my god life-changing moment so i've got to tell you i am a huge fan of pink i have been listening to pink since the 90s since her first song came out yeah (laughs) i've been there for it all and without a doubt she in my mind is one of those artists who just gets better with time and she keeps evolving evolving and it's just her songs really resonate with me in such a real way and at different points of my life like I've listened to those on repeat to get me through some things because they just spoke to me in those moments and her songs now continue to do that so we were both so pumped she came to Vancouver yeah um, and at that point um, not only was her music speaking to us but just her as a human being yeah um was a great influence in life for me um then to find out she's still rocking and heck yeah some crazy humanitarian who has her own winery i mean she is my dream (laughs) yeah she's not one of those like celebrities who just slap a brand on it like she actually goes picks her grades makes the wine has taken courses to learn how so props to that woman absolutely and she actually made me cry at her concert because she did this this clip which it was essentially an ode to her her daughter um because her daughter was facing some bullying uh, about her appearance and you know so it was really putting in perspective like who cares what anyone else says do you love you kind of thing and just like showing these images of different women and the different aesthetics that all women have and how we're all so different um and that bullying has no place and it like really struck a chord with me um and of course I was like bawling in the middle of the concert and I was like no V why did she do this to me I wasn't ready <laughs> she knew you were there that's why yeah it's true she's like uh. I've got you Megan <laughs> But anyways, we'll talk about the concert when we get there. Um, morning of, we basically get our asses to the f- ferry. Yeah. Um, get on. And it's like, it's not a long trip, but 
also it's such a waste of time it is it's like it's like an hour and a half of just like i have nothing to do like getting off this island is stupid yeah you never realize you live on an island till you try and leave it and it is so true it's expensive yeah it's time consuming and you know it would i feel like it would be different if our island was like a tropical island because maybe we would never want to leave exactly but all the fun good things happen off our <laughs> island because all of the artists and musicians and Big all that islands. that great stuff they they come to Vancouver and they're like Victoria what yeah there's an island? What? <laughs> That's so strange. It only holds the capital of BC. It's no big deal. Yeah, exactly. So we get on the ferry. We arrive. Um, at this point, I, we weren't driving, so we were sky training everywhere. Um, Which is not my forte. Because, like, I don't, as we found out last week in Hawaii, I don't bus. I don't sky train. Like, I don't, it's not that I can't. It's just, I don't do it. I'm really bad at directions. I can't read maps. Siri rage quit on me many times. So I get a little bit nervous, but I had V. Yes. Um. <laughs> V's like, you didn't though. I yeah. almost lost you. I knew where we were headed. However, from the picture she had shown me from the hotel she booked. It was a nice hotel. It was a very nice hotel to the area where we had to get off to get to my brain didn't want to believe that this was right i thought we had missed a stop or gone completely in the wrong direction um we were just the hotel was located in between chinatown and gastown like east hastings essentially yeah. for you people who don't know you don't want to go to east hastings it's kind of like the red zone of the city where all of the drugs the major homelessness, yeah, the crime. It's it's not a pleasant area to stroll through, um, yeah, by yourself or even just with a female friend. Um, I think we were a little unnerved the entire time. Yeah, um, I think one day on on the podcast we'll have to share our Seattle trip, um, <sighs> where we had a similar super sketchy appearance um, experience. Uh, the hotel was much worse there. Uh, we won't get into that this week, but we were having flashbacks to that moment because I will admit I booked both hotels and both experiences for us because that's what I do. I like to Google and I find things, really good deals, right? Um, but yeah, V was, she was brought in. She's like, oh, you're going to redeem yourself. Yeah. I've seen the pictures. This looks great. I can't wait. And then, yeah, literally we get off the Sky Train and she's like, you asshole, <laughs> this is where we die. You did it to me again. Like, no word of a lie. I'm pretty sure she gripped my arm so tight that I had bruises later. <laughs> yeah, but um, as we were walking, like, it wasn't getting better for so long <laughs> that I legitimately thought she had rented a hostel. Yeah. Somewhere. And, and there were a lot of hostels in that area. Yeah. Um, and homeless shelters. Yeah. And um, so I was, I personally, because I can't read a map to save my life, V's like, you booked a hostel. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just read the map wrong and we're just nowhere near where we're supposed to be. Which was not the case. No. Because after a lot of walking. We found the actual street and the hotel. And it was 
it was a real boutique hotel. Yeah. So you didn't lie to me. No, I did not. You just didn't tell me that the process of getting there was going to be sketchy as hell. <laughs> because I did not know. <laughs> yeah, so we were walking to Homer Street, and at this time, it's like 3.30, 4 o'clock, like just about check-in time. Yeah. The streets were empty. Like, there was no cars. There was barely any walking. And, like, I don't understand because it was, what, April of 2019? Yeah. So, it's, it's not, like, it, shitty weather I, yeah, or there whatever, right? people. Yeah, well, there was maybe two souls that we had saw, had seen. Yeah, yeah. But we finally walk up the stairs to this beautiful white building yeah. uh, called the Victorian Hotel. Which highly recommend. They were super cute. Yes. Um, and clearly you could tell that they renovated because yeah. before I think it was like a school, like a boarding school. Yeah. Something along those lines, just based on the interior setup of, of the hallways um, and the kind of the positioning of the building. Um, so it definitely was repurposed yeah. um, into a boutique hotel. Um, but I think our major concern checking in was because of our experience in Seattle, um, where we didn't have a bathroom in our hotel room. We only had I'm a... I'm still s- sorry, okay? Like, I'm I, s- sorry. <laughs> I still want to explain this room, but I know we need to save no, it on a different podcast. No, we need to save podcast. this. Let's just say I was worried that we were not going to have our own private bathroom. Yeah. We were going to share with the entire floor. Um, and as we were checking in, like, she was really nice. Yeah. Um, and she was like, follow the hallway. So we were following the hallway to our room and it just flashed back to me, like, The Shining. <laughs> where I'm like, okay, we're going to turn this corner and all of a sudden a big wave of, like, blood is going to come out. <laughs> and a little kid on the bicycle or tricycle. It was horrifying. It, like for a split second until you open the door into your room and you're like oh it's actually a hotel yeah like it was super nice inside there yeah. was two queen beds they were so soft and comfortable yeah. and I almost didn't leave the hotel room because <laughs> it was like heaven yeah and beautiful hardwood floors full-length mirrors on the wall the bathroom was super spacious oh yeah it was like fully updated fully renovated and we had probably one of my favorite yeah. things is like that bay window in the room with the window seat where you can just like cozy like up with a book yeah. yeah and I was like here for it yeah um so we checked out the place it, lovely mm-hmm. uh Megan redeemed herself barely <laughs> uh but the concert started at eight yeah essentially uh doors were opening around seven seven thirty so we wanted to make sure we were gonna have a nice meal before heading down there. Yeah. So lo and behold, we Googled the closest restaurant and we were sitting on top of it. Yeah. It was in, wasn't in the basement of our, I'm so bad at this sometimes. It was attached to the building, but essentially you came out of the hotel and walked around the corner and entered the restaurant from lower down on on the street. corner. Yeah. Because the, the street's on a hill. Yeah. So it's, if you've been to any major city, Victoria or yeah. Seattle or Vancouver, this this is a real thing. You're gonna walk down a or a San few Francisco, yeah, yeah, to get into a, a building. Exactly. So it was really cool. I I loved the layout because it was it was a small restaurant. There weren't a ton of tables because you really couldn't fit that many in there. But they had like the open concept kitchen 
where you could see the chefs working, which I think is fascinating because I'm just like, mm, yeah, staring at them. And then they had the long bar, but it was like off to the side yeah. as you like. It's not facing the front door. No, which is kind of cool because yeah. it's tucked away and it's it's a little bit private. And the bartender was super engaging. Um, and it's also on the way to the bathroom, and the bathrooms were super fancy. Yeah. They had chandeliers in them. I was going to say, they're giant doors. Yeah, they were fun. <laughs> uh, so we basically got in, and we were maybe the second table there, because at that time it wasn't busy, and yeah. we're like, table for two. And then the guy was like, oh, you're so fancy, what are you doing? And we're like, we're here for a good meal. Then we're going to go see Pink. And then he was like super excited for us, so he's like... We're going to give you the best table in the house. And it was, like, this round table in between two, like, velvet chairs by the window. It was super fancy. It was, like, I'm pretty sure they're VIP table. (laughs) And I was, like, I don't know who you think we are, but I appreciate you right now. He was probably one of the best waiters I have ever had. He was so friendly, so engaging, just like joking around with us, but still very professional, very attentive to any of our needs. Um, He actually reminded me so much, like in personality and in appearance, to a guy I went to school with back in the day. And it was like freaking me out because I was having a moment where I'm like, you are so cute. (laughs) I do remember that. Yeah. As you're sitting, I was like, do you think he's being friendly because he might be into you? So we were just playing this game between the yeah. two of us being like, yeah, he's totally into you. Play it up, Megan! Yeah. And so, of course, I was. Uh, did not get us any discounts. No, we got free. We got something free. We got free drinks, didn't we? We got a round of free drinks. Yeah, he was like, you girls are so great. And then yeah. he gave us a round of free drinks, and I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when we sat down, he gave us the menu. I think we didn't even read it. We just glanced. Yeah. And, like, maybe the first three things we saw were like we just want the entire menu yeah it all sounded fantastic um my background is italian part italian so i was i'm not an expert but i was like super stoked i've eaten a lot of italian food and i have such a love yeah for that that food culture um, so like we were, I was like, we're getting this and we're getting this and we're getting this and I don't care what you think. We're getting this. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm pretty sure we picked out the exact same thing without yeah. even communicating. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we ended up getting three or four dishes plus dessert and like a couple drinks. Yeah. So like we were happy by the end of it. Oh my God. You could have rolled me <laughs> down that street to the concert. But we're actually going to get into the dishes and like talk about them yes so we started with a tuna carpaccio um and it had cannellini beans on top of it with a little fresh herb salad it was beautiful um cut so paper thin and just fresh delightful it was um well balanced the amount of citrus to saltiness um which you really need with a a tuna carpaccio to kind of make the the fish pop a little bit and then whatever they did to those beans. Oh my god. At first I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I've never seen giant beans on a tuna carpaccio. But that really enhanced the dish. Yeah, it was it was such a strange combination of flavors, but just beautiful. And the way they prepared the beans, they were so velvety. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember just kind of like blending in texturally. Yeah. Um, with the carpaccio, the tuna. 
which some people say you want a variety of textures. Yeah. But also, there's nothing wrong with the same texture, just yeah. different flavors. Yeah, they, they were definitely similar texturally, but I think what helped too was the fresh herb salad yeah. on top really kind of broke it up in terms of like cleansing your palate from that richness that comes from both the beans and the tuna um, and adding that brightness, um, but also giving it a bit of a crunch. Yeah, because there's like microgreens, essentially. Yeah. So it had that like slight licorice. Yeah, a bit of a peppery. Yeah. Because I think there was like some micro arugula in yeah. there. Yeah. So that was our first dish and we were so excited for the rest of it to come. Um, then we, we went into the beef short rib risotto. risotto and i'm just telling you right now bitches i love me a good risotto me too. um and i have had a lot of risotto and a lot of bad risottos yeah. um i also make a pretty mean risotto so i was like give it to me yeah Let's see what you got yeah. and oh my god it was so freaking delicious <laughs> oh my god the short ribs um although there was like a whole amount like a a big amount of No, it. no, yeah. It was more of a garnish. It was. Um, the flavor of that, though... Oh, my God. Against the creaminess of the risotto. Yeah. Uh. And it just... So tender. Just, like... It didn't need anything more than a spoon. You basically didn't even need to chew. No. Like, Which, it would just... I mean, <laughs> for any of our older listeners, yeah. I've got a meal for you. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it sounds weird, but it was, like, so buttery and soft that it just melted. Yeah. And, and like, really when you get a short rib, when you get a good short rib, yeah. that's how you want it to exactly. be. Exactly. Because you know that the chef has really put, like, the time and the care and the thought into cooking it properly. Yeah. And the flavor combination just paired so well with the risotto and the fresh... Uh, parmesan that was grated on top and the mushrooms that were worked in oh my god and I'm, my mouth is really i know i'm like can i have a tub of it because yeah. i'm hungry <laughs> um so after devouring that we got a third dish which was the um oh yeah the porchata yeah oh my god so like i i i love all of the dishes clearly but like porchata if you're Italian or you have been to like a traditional Italian meal, like porchata is where it is at. And it is slow roasted pork where the skin is crisped up so much that it just like crunches in. And the skin is my favorite part on a porchata, <laughs> clearly. But it's done with herbs and it's it's so bright the yeah. flavor. Um and I think what they did was they cut like really thick beefsteak tomatoes and kind of stack them in between to give it a bit of brightness yeah and they they definitely had like an herb gremolata so traditionally like you're you're rolling the pork yeah. around the herbs yeah. whereas they did it a little bit differently so it was cut similar to the to the tomato um and then the gremolata of herbs was just on top yeah and it was it had lentils underneath yeah. it i remember um so it, it beautiful balance of flavors and textures yeah because mm, that skin was so crunchy my glands are legitimately <laughs> yeah. in overdrive yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry bitches i'm gonna have to go um, get it like a napkin because um, v is just like a puddle <laughs> over here 
who knew I was so good at describing food? <laughs> so we had good. two years ago. <laughs> um, and then you think that's a lot of food and, and less than drinks. Like it was. We were going to be full. Heck no, bitches. But like, also the porchata wasn't just porchata. No. It came with roasted beets. Oh, it yeah. came with greens on the you side. Got sides too. Yeah, like it came with three sides, right? Which we ate all of them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure at this point, either our waiter was impressed or just horrified. Yeah, <laughs> so horrified. He's like, I'm gonna keep being nice to them because this bill is gonna be huge. But at the same time, please don't eat me if you yeah. run out of food. Um. So we're basically on our second round of drinks now yeah um and then the waiter comes by and is like surely there's no room for dessert but can i offer you and we just laugh at him it's like surely you just assumed there was no room bring it on yeah, it's like do you think i'm watching my girlish figure <laughs> yeah. hell no i just went through three courses bring me the dessert exactly. menu don't look at me like that <laughs> Um, I think it was pretty simple. There was, like, three desserts on it. One was, like, a traditional housemaid's sorbet. And we were, like, pass. Yeah. And then, basically, I saw lemon curd, and I will eat anything lemon curd. I love lemon curd. Uh, you also love caramel. I just, I love cake. Yeah. I can't help it. So, if you haven't figured it out, we ordered one each. Yeah. So, I got the lemon curd that's, um, layered in between... Pacelles. Pacelles. So... Traditional Italian cookie, they, a lot of people describe them as like a snowflake cookie because they have a beautiful kind of like lace yeah. pattern on them. Um, but generally at Christmas and Easter is when Pacelles come out. My dad makes a super mean Pacelle. Sorry to interrupt. So Pacelles, when I look at it, it almost looks like a very expensive waffle. Yeah, but like paper thin. Yeah. So Pacelles are... They are, and they're a cookie, and I remember back in the day when we worked together, I brought them one time to the store and everyone for a bake sale that we were trying to raise money and everyone like no one would buy them so we had them all left over and like no one would eat them on the staff either because they're like well that looks like a boring plain cookie and then I remember Rachel ate one and she (laughs) she had to donate two dollars because she then ate seven more and (laughs) she's like she's like I don't know what this magic is this Italian magic you do but you need to take these away yeah that's really funny. But yeah, they they are a plain cookie, but they have um they have usually like a Kahlua in yeah. them, um and a little bit of vanilla. So they're they're plain, but they have some flavor and matched with layers of lemon curd. Yeah, perfect pairing. Yeah, I have to agree. And the lemon curd was like lemony enough that the back of my tongue kind of like did that shrivelly like oh, I love it. Ugh, that's tart. Mm. But like that's the way I like it. Oh, me too. So they nailed that dish. Yeah. And then I had a slice of their beautiful, it was a tart. It was a caramel tart with a bit of a crumble on top. Um, and it was, it was, I thought it was going to be so sweet. It was not. It was not. It was just beautifully well balanced. They had put a bit of salt in it. So it really enhanced those flavors, but left it kind of closer to the savory side as opposed to sweet. Yeah. Um, so essentially we stuffed ourselves, <laughs> the waiter applaud. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we got a standing ovation. <laughs> um, then we made our way down to Rogers arena. Yeah. We, I didn't know what to expect going into Rogers arena. Cause 
I knew it was sold out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know what the demographic was going to be. Like, was it going to be more family, more, like, our age? Right. It was everything. Everybody. Like, everybody. Which is awesome. Yeah. To be able to appeal across all the generations. But we got there a little late because we ate too much. As we do. So there is, like, the radio station host sitting outside. And then they left up, like, the banner and balloons. So obviously we had to photobomb. Of course. (laughs) Uh, And then we ran to our seats. Yeah. And... Where we were sitting, it was, like, left stage, like, the left side of the stage, but you could also see a little bit behind the curtains before they were open. So, our side of the stadium, we saw her walking up onto the stage behind the curtain, so we all started freaking out, and then the rest of the crowd was like, why are they freaking out? Little did they know. We saw her get onto a chandelier, getting pulled up. Mm Mm-hmm. The curtains dropped, and she was swinging hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Okay. And, like, having the background I do in theater with um, stage management and behind-the-scenes work, it was kind of, like, the perfect seat for me because you got to see the show perfectly, but you also got to see some of the workings of backstage, which I was like, oh, I miss this so much, but it's so good. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and fun fact, that concert, we took a selfie together right before going into Rogers Arena. Um, and that is the one we used on the introduction to Bishes of oh, the yeah. podcast. So it's like... It's, full circle. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> and I really love that picture of us. Yeah, it's a good one. It's It was the fun time for sure. Uh, the concert was like almost three hours long. <laughs> Yes. She was dancing, twerking, singing, flying through the air. She basically was just doing a Cirque du Soleil performance Mm -hmm. while singing live. And actually in one of her songs where she does this really um, risky kind of acrobatic... Uh, Yeah, with with one of of the uh, performers. Yeah. Within like 10 seconds of her getting... Like, she was in the air. Yeah, she was being flown. She reached the stage. She was like, cut it, hold on. Yeah, we're gonna redo this because that felt stupid. Like she felt unsafe, but she was yeah. like, "No, we're gonna redo this and like perfect it." Exactly. Props to her. Yeah, like brave yeah. to stop an entire sold out show. Right, and it was the song that was like right in the middle of the show yeah. too. Um, but yeah, she didn't feel safe, and it wasn't feeling right and looking right in her mind. Yeah. So yeah, they restarted the number over and like. I don't know what it would have looked like if she had continued, but it was amazing when she started it up again. Yep. Um, I've had nothing but great reviews for that concert. Oh my god. I would go see Pink a million times again. I'm waiting for her to come back. Yeah, and I kind of want to, like, do VIP and, like, backstage access meet her because I would totally fangirl. (laughs) Pretty sure right after that concert, we're like, let's just drive to Seattle because that's her next stop. I know. <laughs> like, let's go. Who cares but, about our jobs yeah. and our lives? Let's just follow Pink around the country. I'm into it. Me too. Um, But yeah, so the concert ended and it's like 11-ish at this point now. Yeah. Just close to 11. Yeah. Or just after probably. Yeah. By the time we cleared out, I was like, all right, we're going to go dancing. Let's go see if we can find her somewhere. 
Yeah, because we're only in Vancouver for one night. Let's go, because we both love to dance. Yeah. Uh, So we finally leave the arena, and then Megan's like, I don't think I can. The back of one of my foot is completely, like, bleeding from these shoes. And I was like, oh, shitty. Yeah, so I love shoes, and I wear the craziest, tallest stupid shoes all the time but generally the ones I pick are fine but I have a couple in my extensive collection that I need to throw out because I forget that they give me blisters and then when we go out I'm like oh I'm all blistered up I need to throw these out and then I put them back in my closet forget because I don't wear them for nine months and then I'm like oh I'll wear these these are super cute (laughs) so it's a cycle that needs to be broken yeah, uh, so we did make it out dancing, but I mean, we were also really pooped from the entire day of traveling. Yeah, it was rough. So we called it a night, went back to the hotel. I think I was like, I kind of want to order room service, but like also boutique hotel didn't have room, room service. service. Yeah. So we basically just turned on the TV and fell asleep. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning we woke up and we're like, okay. We're going to take some photos to post on Instagram. Like, Megan, you're modeling today. And then we're like, we need to eat as much food as we can before heading home. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, Megan, throw on a robe. We've got a bottle of wine. Crack it open. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like fully dressed and in a bathrobe because V wanted these pictures. And I was like, all right. And we had the window seat so we couldn't pass it up, of course. Um and so V goes into the bathroom for a second and I'm getting ready in this robe for the picture and I'm standing in front of the bay window and like thank god I was fully dressed because I kept like adjusting the bathrobe but across the street was like remember we're on a sketchy street across the street is either super low rent subsidized apartments or a hostel I'm not sure which But the important part of that story is in the window that looked directly into ours was the most terrifying Russian man in a white wife beater, smoking a cigarette in one hand and drinking a beer in the other. And he is making full on eye contact with me. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is bad. We need to close the, these curtains. So I grabbed the curtains, one side in each hand, and I slowly, as I'm still making eye contact with him, keep in mind, slowly close these curtains, turn around, wait for V to come out of the washroom, and I tell her this, and she's thinking I'm joking. So I open the curtains, and he's still standing there staring at me. In which I chose to just stand there and wave at him. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's waving her, waving her full head off at this very scary Russian man across the street. And he just nods. He doesn't budge. He literally just stands there and yeah. watches for the next, like, ten minutes yeah. taking photos. Yeah. It was terrifying. It's uncomfortable. But nonetheless, we got some good shots. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, we need to leave this area. So we checked out. Uh, we googled where good food was around. There were a few, but we didn't want to walk through the sketchy part where we had already come from. So we were like, let's just walk further away. And there was apparently, like, to us, a really great sounding Mexican restaurant. And we love Mexican food. So we're like, yes, adventure. Let's go find it. And we set off with our... 
our bags overnight and bags. Uh, we walked and we walked. And remember, V said she didn't want to go through the sketchy part of town that we had already come through because that was enough for one trip. So we walked in the opposite direction, which turned out to be just as sketchy. <laughs> I mean, nothing was open and like most of it was condemned and shuttered or it was graffitied on, peed on. It was a bad stretch. There was a, a lot of yeah. homeless people around as well yeah. and definitely some people on a bad trip. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, V, this is great. Let's, <laughs> let's keep walking. I'm so glad you had this idea. Never, never can you bring up Seattle again, <laughs> which she continues to bring up. Yeah. Um, but we did finally get to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. We which... were the first people there because they were not open no. when we got there. Um, and this part now, it started getting nicer. Well, appearance-wise. It's really funny because like this. The, essentially the storefront that the Mexican restaurant was in and the the place right next to them and then across the street those two or three places that little section it was like light shine down and it was really beautiful and they had done a great job and they're clearly fixing up the neighborhood yeah. while we're there but everything around it on either side was scary yeah <laughs> but we stood outside for like seven minutes until it opened. Yeah, I think they even let us in early yeah. because they saw us standing yeah. there and <laughs> how afraid we were. <laughs> so we came in, we sat down, window seat, corner, um, yeah. table for eight, which we took up with because, all of our food. Yeah. Uh, we looked at the menu and right off the bat, I'm like, oh, everything. Need to have booze. So ordered a margarita, a mezcal yes. margarita. Yes. Um, um, I was so excited because I wanted to try horchata. Yes. So I ordered a dirty horchata because I'm dirty. Not <laughs> what did in you that throw way. Vodka uh, and coffee? Vodka and coffee into horchata because horchata is a traditional milk and rice based drink yes. from Mexico. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, with some, oh, and cinnamon, they put yeah. cinnamon in it. But with coffee and some booze, hell yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, I gotta say mezcal is so much better than tequila. Yeah. Um, much stronger, which is the way I like it. <laughs> but um, we took a look at the menu and essentially were like everything. So we ordered almost everything. Yeah, there, there was, granted, their menu is quite big. Um, so we, we didn't order everything, but we, we did justice to we that menu. We ordered everything we could as a shared a Plate. shared platter, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So we got a variety of tacos that came out. Yeah. And it wasn't just, like, tacos. It was soft corn tortillas made in-house. Yeah. Uh, that you had to add your own, like, lime and whatever. Everything and hot to sauces it, yeah. to it. Um, we had three different hot sauces. Yeah, because we love our hot sauces. Yeah, and each of them was like, they were so pretty because one was red, one was orange, one was green, and they were like a variety of heats yeah. and flavors, and it was delicious. Yeah, and um, I think at one point none of them were spicy enough, so we added all three in. Yes, I did do yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that was good. Then we also were like, cheese! Yeah. A cheese fondue with spicy chorizo. Oh yeah, my god. We're doing that. And it was so good. And it came in a stone bowl. Yeah. Which I was just like, with fresh corn tortillas. Yeah. Um, 
vegetables? I'm pretty sure there were vegetables. There was chopped cabbage slaw on one of the tacos. The salsa was green. Ah, that was We filled our quotient. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't remember what else we ate, but there's a lot of tacos, a lot of cheese fondue. Yeah. A lot of just delicious Mexican food. Oh, didn't we get enchiladas? Oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I was like, I knew we were missing one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, house-made enchiladas. And that had a side of beans and onions sprinkled on top. Yep. Vegetables so, done. There you go. <laughs> Healthy diet. Uh, we ate. We ordered. We ate. Waitress was like, are you sure? Yes, we're sure. Just keep bringing it. Uh, we ordered more drinks. We basically sat there and took photos and posted it on our Instagram and take them and as we were taking them they were replying and adding it to their story yeah. so it was really funny because it was like hi guys <laughs> <laughs> we know it's you yeah. but hi and it's funny too because this was before we actually started Bishes Who Eat Dishes yes. as a company um, so we were just posting these things to our own personal Instagrams. Yeah. Um, and we, we did a video too of me reviewing it and eating it. And like, I am not a pretty eater. Like I just like, especially when it's good food, I'm just stuffing it in my face. I had salsa everywhere. V's killing herself <laughs> laughing as I'm trying to describe this with a mouthful of food and salsa just like smeared on my face. Yeah. Um, yeah. How have we not posted these pictures on our actual Instagram for visions? I don't know, but we should. We need to. I will for for this post yeah. on yeah. on Thursday. It will have one of these delightful okay. food pictures nice. to go with it. Um, also, how have we not blogged about it to show this video of you eating? Because there's too many videos of me eating <laughs> that I feel are that is bl- true. are blackmail worthy, and I I don't <laughs> appreciate them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we sat there for like two and a half hours, yeah. ate, and then we're like, oh shit, we should probably go catch our ferry. I mean, I guess. Um, so we rolled ourselves out and then got home. And then it was like, what, a month and a half later when Ali Wong's romantic comedy uh, oh, yeah. called Always Be My Maybe? Yeah. With, uh, is it Randall Park? Yes. Yes. And so... Which is, I'm so glad you brought this up yeah. because V, we did not watch it together, yeah. which is a shame, but V was watching it in her home yeah. and I was watching it in my home at the same time because Without we, knowing it. Cause we messaged each other <laughs> and we're like, have you seen this movie? Yeah. And, um, V was like, I'm watching it right now. I'm like, no way, me too. And then V goes, do you recognize the restaurant at the end of the movie? And I'm just like, I thought it looked familiar. Why? What restaurant yeah. is it? And it was Aristrada, yeah. where we had dinner that night. The, and I, the Italian restaurant, yeah. Aristrada, underneath the Victorian Hotel. So when I mes- mentioned it to Megan, she like freaked out and was like, holy shit, you're correct. Oh my god. And so now we need to go back yeah. <laughs> and relive our entire meal, but also that movie. I mean, we're not as cute as Ali Wong, but we could try. Yeah. It was just really cool to yeah. like see that, oh, you were there. And now it's in a movie. Yeah, because I'm all. Wasn't that movie also like set in San Francisco or something? It was set in San Francisco, but they shot it basically in Vancouver, Vancouver right? Yeah. So it's always fun for us as Canadians when they say a movie's being yeah. filmed somewhere in the States and we're just like, 
really? Because yeah. I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sad that we didn't get to run into them. I mean, the production would have ended like a year before. Oh, but... <laughs> yeah. But maybe she's just skulking around <laughs> yeah, behind exactly. the bar, just pops up. Hi, Allie. I'll take, you know, whatever to drink. And she's just like, I got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was our trip to Vancouver for 24 hours. It was a delightful, delicious 24 hours. Uh, we need to do it again. Yeah. I just... First of all, COVID. Second of all, the prices of getting over there. Oh my god. The travel time. It's like we need more than just one day. Yeah. I... But the thing is, if we go for more than one day, you know we are going to like hit every single restaurant we can each of those days and we will be broke from eating so much and also I will be 400 pounds heavier and you guys will have to get me my own ferry to get me home but then you get all that time <laughs> that's true we go back to normal because we'll be broke and have to work so hard that's true and I'll just <laughs> do sit-ups in my apartment till I cry and sweat it all out of my pores let's do it yeah I'm excited um but I think I mean once the world opens up, who knows? Yeah. Concerts will come back and we will have another t- crazy 24 hours. Yeah, and we can't wait to bring you all along on that, Vicious. Yeah. Because you are our family and I love telling these stories. Like, even if not a lot of people hear them, which I hope a lot of people hear them. Yeah. I just, I love recounting these tales. They're so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's our week. Unfortunately. Until next week. Yep. All right, bitches. Another five, seven days. I was like, five, five, five seven. How many days are in a week? Uh, what? Yep, another seven days. Uh, next week, I don't know what we'll talk about. Hopefully, we'll actually review a, a, restaurant, a restaurant in real time, yeah. bitches. But until then, you can like, subscribe, and follow on all of our social media at Bishes Who Eat Dishes on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Yep. Um. Or you can check out our website at www.viciouswhoeatdishes.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe, like, follow, share. Leave us a comment. Contact us. Yeah, we're bored. We'd love to talk to you. Um, Yeah, and that way you will never miss a podcast. True fact. So we will see you next time, bitches. Bye. Bye.